0: Yeah, so, wait, what were you saying about n- novelties?
1: <laughs> I could really go for one, but um, Matt doesn't want to go.
0: We need to put a poll out there. I have never in my life, until you brought it up, heard it. I'm sorry, is that just the name for like a singular ice cream bar? Or is it? A box, or can you get a box of novelties at the store? Like a six pack? Mm. Like if you buy a box of Haagen-Dazs bars, are they, is it a box of novelties or is a novelty a single packaged ice cream at the convenience? You can
1: get a box of novelties. Like the first link that comes up is giant ice cream novelties, variety pack, 30 count. And it comes with um, Sunday cones, ice cream sandwiches, and Arctic
0: bars. I just, I guess it makes sense because I don't know, like, of an all-encompassing word to talk about something that's not, like, a scoop of ice cream, like an ice cream sandwich, a Klondike bar, which I had one last night at my parents' house, and it was amazing. Um, Well, so wait, what happened to the the Mickey novelty? Okay. The whole – okay. Point is, we were asking a question. Would you call an ice cream bar an ice cream sandwich, a Klondike bar, a Choco Taco – whatever a novelty i would never just be like oh i want a novelty laura's husband what what did he how was what did he say like i want a novelty like one night or something yeah
1: and he said it just like that without any without acknowledging that like normal people don't say that at least we don't think so
0: yeah and how did you react did you ask him what it was did you knew he did you know what he meant
1: i knew what it was but i was just like I don't know. He says like a lot of weird things that I just like don't question anymore. I feel yeah. like. But I t- I did text my friends including Ashley and was like, "Do you guys think this is weird?"
0: Yeah, I've never heard like anyone say that in my life. I think it's just like a thing that you see on the box or like in the in the flyer or something at the grocery store. Like novel, yeah novel like friendlies novelties on sale, but I would never be like, "I want a novel." I don't know. But the point was, I was telling Laura. There, she was talking about how maybe she's in the mood for a novelty right now. I let her know that you can DoorDash a novelty, but I wanted to tell her a cautionary tale. And she started laughing because I was like, "Yeah, I was like, well, I ordered a Mickey bar," and then she started laughing a lot. But because like I- who orders a who orders a Mickey bar? Okay, I ordered a Mickey bar because it was just like vanilla ice cream coated in chocolate. Like, yes, it happened to be in the shape. Of Mickey Mouse but it wasn't I wasn't ordering it for the Mickey aspect I was ordering it for the flavors okay well the door dasher did not alert me that they did not have said Mickey bars and they must have thought that I was a toddler and that I was ordering it for the shape because they sent me a Spongebob bar which is like literally like frozen like it's like fruity it's like a popsicle kind of with a gumball I think in it it's like That is the opposite of a Mickey bar. What? I wanted ice cream coated in chocolate. I didn't want, like, fruity something with bubblegum in it. I'm not a child.
1: There is something on DoorDash Literally called the Ice Cream Shop.
0: Oh, it's like, I've I've seen that. I think it's like they just bring you, like, a pint of ice cream from whatever place they can find it.
1: It has all of the, it has a bunch of options, though. But you know what? No novelties.
0: (laughs) no novelties
1: ice cream can be a novelty but can a novelty be ice cream i don't know um i had like another funny story that's gonna start us off with but i i don't think i need to i feel like we got we got ourselves going yeah um okay survivor season 42 finale oh sorry welcome to idle chatter i'm laura and i'm ashley the novelty is back again back again yes thank you welcome back welcome back just in time
0: yeah oh my god wouldn't that have been tragic if i missed the finale
1: yeah it would have sucked
0: we would have had to wait to record i think
1: did you watch you just watched you didn't watch like with your mom right
0: no i just watched myself caught
1: up the next day
0: yeah
1: um i i'm overall like happy with it like i don't i think we should just say like Obviously, I don't think anyone's gonna listen to this if they want if they don't want spoilers so I feel like can we just like talk yes candidly Marianne yeah. won and I'm I'm thrilled about it I was so happy
0: I was very happy with that too I will say that I cannot believe that boot list from Reddit was accurate
1: I feel so bad that that happened to you
0: I know it's like people don't know how to use the internet and someone posted it in that stupid Facebook group without like a spoiler warning or like have it hidden. And I saw it and I just have a memory like where I can see something and I can't unsee it. Or like, I don't forget. I like, I did not stare at it. I did not analyze it. I saw it right before the high, high boot, which I think it was like, he was in ninth or something. And it was like, high. And then I remembered like, it was, and I, 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 I guess I think I knew it had to be Tory because I knew Drea went home this particular week. I knew Omar went home. Like I remember Omar was six. I remember Jonathan lost in fire. I remember the final three was Romeo, Mike, and Marianne. And I didn't want to tell you and Brian that because I didn't want you. I did say to you two, oh yeah. Like, oh man, I, I think I saw the winner, but I don't know. Like, I don't remember anything. Cause I didn't want you to think anything that I said was, you know, when we were talking about it, like spoilery.
1: I didn't even realize that's what you were doing. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. But I actually didn't, I tried to just put it out of my mind that it wasn't true.
1: Yeah. I'm impressed that you are able to do that. Um, Yeah. No, I'm like, I honestly, like I have a lot of thoughts, but at the same time, like I don't know that I thought too much into it. I do. Okay. I think this is going to be like a pretty fun episode, just a feeling, but I did want – I'm sorry. I did want to, like, kind of start off on a somber moment, if I may. Sure. There was something that the Marianne said in the context of the challenge, um, the immunity challenge, when Jeff was asking, um, like, why is it important for you to win? And obviously we're recording this on a Friday night. This week has been awful, like, what happened in Texas, like, I'm a mom, I'm a human being, it's, like, the most fucking awful thing, and Marianne said something, um, where she's telling Jeff about how, like, she is really emboldened because she knows that her family is watching, and, like, some of her family members aren't, like, even speaking right now, um, and Jeff, like as he does, it's just kind of like, like interrogating the emotions out of her. And she said something where she was like, she said, this is a quote, I'm reading it. She said, I sit in the sorrow and sadness. It's okay to feel sad. But the thing is, sadness doesn't take you anywhere. It's what you do with that. What am I going to do with my sadness? I'm going to turn it into passion and drive, so that I push myself into the best that I can and then win this competition. Wow. And like when i obviously this show this episode was recorded months ago but it's just like sometimes you hear like the right words at the right time and like i just it almost felt this is sounds so pollyannish and again i'm not i truly don't take this lightly i like it's it's awful but this like did feel like kind of a sign like i don't know It just i feel like
0: it because this was the same day right
1: well, the the shooting happened Tuesday, and oh, this two, was okay. Wednesday.
0: Yeah, but, but it was like, just
1: like, you know, because that's like I feel like that's something I'm trying to like keep in mind is like, you know, use your emotions, don't like you, just, you know what I mean?
0: Like but, use them for good, like make a change, like use yeah, them. yeah.
1: And I just I think like I've I've been we've both been fans of Marianne throughout this this season, but like. I don't know. I, I, I guess, like, I, I feel like I, I would go back and forth on her sometimes. Like, it was, like, a little bit. Sometimes it's literally a roller coaster, like, as is and was she. um, But I don't know. I love that, like, somebody who's just, like, I feel like in Survivor, kind of, like, one of the shticks is, like, and I guess less lately with, like, super fan players. But, like, there's a little bit of, like, this, like, cool, like, I'm cooler than everybody, like, yeah. indie that's much cooler than yours like people who win or do well in the game have that like do you know what i mean
0: i know what you're saying
1: um whereas marianne does not like she is just unapologetically enthusiastic
0: yeah i was just gonna say uh, unapologetically herself too Like, when it comes to, like, being vulnerable and say, like, you know, she even said when they were on the summit and stuff, she was talking about, like, not fitting in or something and, like, look at her. I like like sometimes people might be, I feel like she wasn't necessarily, I think a lot of times when people are like, you know, I used to not fit in in school, but look at me now. I, like, rose from whatever. She wasn't like, I've changed. She was like, I didn't fit in, but I'm kind of still myself.
1: Yeah. yeah, and It's kind of. We talk about this a lot in the context of like, we're both people who were like, I fucking love Taylor Swift. I fucking love like dumb, dumb in quotation marks so It's not dumb. Like n- coming of age Netflix shows, like things that like, you know, like just there's like people who just embrace the things they like and people are like, Ugh, like that is such a stupid thing. Like, listen to, you know what I mean? Like the, the, we don't all have to be like cool girls. Like we can be basic. Like i not saying that Marianne's basic, far from it but I'm just saying like I it's just she's not the kind of person that we've seen win before and it's so refreshing
0: yeah definitely um sorry I'm like losing my train of thought but
1: I mean it's a three-hour episode so there's like a lot to cover um and I was I was saying to Ashley before we jumped on that like I did take notes, I did give myself like a bit of a guide, but I also really just wanted to enjoy the episode, so like this episode may feel a tad more disjointed, we might jump around a little bit more than usual, but we'll try to go in order best we can. Yeah. Comment number one, episode starts off with Jeff taking a long walk on the beach in the dark.
0: Of course it does.
1: It's cute it's cute he I feel like is it just because I missed the show but like I feel like the past two seasons were really Jeff's seasons to shine if I may mm-hmm. because like I feel like we only started podcasting season 40 was our start and up until then I just don't think I watched the show as intently as I do now Yeah. so the things I notice now I wasn't noticing before but I feel like season 40 because it was literally all winners and so many big personalities like jeff kind of stood back you know what i mean yeah. and, and then he had so much time off and comes back into it season 41 so energized like i love during one of the tribals when he's like or no i guess it was the, the the final tribal when he was like you guys didn't see you know so he would never say you guys he was like you didn't yeah. see season 41 uh I've been out in this jungle so long <laughs> like I just love that he's just like been in Fiji for like th- probably like three or four months
0: I just also do it's the evolution of Jeff is just so great compared to a uh, Chris Harrison mm-hmm. you know if mm-hmm. you will because you know Jeff in the beginning you know he didn't necessarily make the show and then also like there were definitely some problematic moments. With Jeff along the like I don't know necessarily if it came from him, but you know, like so there, there are certain things that like, you know, come to my mind. Like I feel like him asking Courtney in the China finale or something about like if she had an eating disorder or something. Like oh, things okay. that were just not cool, but like definitely were more of the times and I'm glad things like that aren't cool anymore. Um but I I don't know, I just I feel like he's a great host.
1: He is a phenomenal host like and to your point about like the evolution like when yeah like it's it's even like the ego and the vibe like when it first started it was like he wanted to seem like a cool adventurer guy and the fact that he wanted to almost made him seem so much less like that like you know he almost seems like an actor a little bit whereas now it's like he actually is like a cool adventurer guy like he's like lived in the jungle on and off for 20 years of his life like yeah it's it's really nice
0: If i live in the jungle i mean i'm sure like in air conditioning but
1: oh absolutely absolutely yeah still... i'm t- <laughs> you're right you're right um so he is amped She's like i love finale night and it's like so do we jeff so do we um we're we are at five and this is significant because mike and marianne both have idols and this is the last time that they can play them and jeff is just kind of like breaking down the possibilities of like technically they're both guaranteed final four they're both at least guaranteed the chance to make fire at least one of them will be in the final three i don't know if i could have figured that math out on my own but like that was kind of fascinating yeah um he lets us know what we're in for. We're going to have two immunity challenges, two tribals, one fire challenge. And then we're going to have a live read of the votes um, while he's giving us like this spiel of what's to come. He walks himself right into the sanctuary media center, I want to call it like, uh, you know, like videos projected onto like barrels, yeah. like I would call it the sanctuary media center. That feels right um i'm just like i'm i'm hyped for it at this point like this is great
0: now and at this point is this when we go back to the new camp with nothing New camp yes yes yeah, so it's after um, the tribal new camp with nothing and we need to talk about jonathan he my blood is just boiling, and it just makes me angry that people don't understand why this is annoying. Like th- the conversation he has with Lindsay, which, okay, Lindsay, yes, did she write Jonathan's name down? She did. Mm-hmm. Did he not include her in his plan to vote out Omar? He did. Not include her. Yeah. But the way he was talking to her, and I I, he, I believe he called her aggressive, correct?
1: You did. He said, I hear you, but you sound
0: aggressive right now. And just anything she said, he countered with, you know, you, you wrote my name down. You wrote my name down. Anything. And it's, you know, it's not the first time Lindsay's experienced this from him. It's not the first time Marianne has said something about this. Clearly, Jonathan does not respect women. And did you read Lindsay's EW article?
1: No, I didn't. But I actually, I didn't have. I I do. I have the. Um, is it her finale interview?
0: Yes. Can I read? Okay.
1: I, yeah, I have the tab open actually. Please. Okay.
0: Well, can, can I? Wow. What? How the tables have turned. I am referencing the um, the EW article, which is Laura always every. I don't know why I'm surprised, but Laura, will be like, can I please read you a quote from so and so's, you know, exit interview with Dalton Ross from Entertainment Weekly? And I'm like, oh yes, wow, wow. Nope, <laughs> this time I have it. Bam. So, so let us let us please say. In Lindsay, we trust. I am a Lindsay Stan. In this article, Lindsay has asked, you and Marianne both made comments about the way Jonathan was talking to and treating women on the beach. What was the issue there? Lindsay, to put it in a quick sentence, Jonathan's a misogynist. (laughs) Or at least it felt that way on the island. I'm not someone who's going to be talked to that way in real life. In real life, I would never have accepted being spoken to that way for myself or anybody else that I would have seen that happen to. But it's a social game, so you really can't say that. In my mind, that was very infuriating internally for me. So I figure, how else can I do this? You know what? I'm going to beat you at the one thing that you're good at, and I'll just beat you in the challenges instead. So that was my little way to get back at you, considering I can't voice myself in a social game that way
1: wow
0: and then the next question was the edit made it seem like at first you guys were close and then started to drift apart is that the case and she said i would say up until day five we were close and then me and jonathan had a kind of bout together where i started noticing more of his true colors at that point i started noticing things but i was thinking oh maybe he is underfed Maybe it's just because I'm a very outspoken person. He's very alpha. Maybe it's because I'm kind of alpha too. And then as time went on, I started being able to gather like, okay, this is a trend that I notice. So no, that was under my skin for a while. He was part of my four of Taku, but he wasn't somebody I was really going back and forth with on strategy at all. I noticed that I couldn't tell Jonathan a strategy. Omar had to do it. So when Omar would pitch it, Jonathan would listen. If I pitched it, it would get neglected.
1: Oh, my God.
0: What a great of What a great opening line of it all.
1: Queen of my heart. Oh, Just, my. Oh.
0: To put it in a quick sentence, Jonathan's a misogynist. <laughs> I love it.
1: Because also in this episode, Marianne, I forget if she's talking to Romeo or Mike. I think it was Mike. And they're kind of like going back and forth on like who to, who to take, who to vote, and she's like they're talking about like everybody's merit, and she's like, I don't like the way she said something about like you know the thing about Jonathan is the way he speaks to women, so like everybody, this was like, and, and Mike was like, right, 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 like this is like a known thing,
0: yeah. So I just, I I just need, yeah, I'm like, I'm really, and it it is annoying because, you know, there's definitely going to be some people out there. And by some people, I mean that awful Facebook group I'm in that I just need to leave. But someone, you know, brought it up. And a lot of people are like defending Jonathan, you know, he wouldn't do that. He's not like, I'm like, you, you don't know him, one, but there's just so much like internalized misogyny out there. Like to see like women defending it and stuff. Also, people probably saying Lindsay's just like bitter that Jonathan made it farther than her. And it's like, no, like that's, I just being dismissed and you only feel that way because of this. And it's like, no, we feel this way because people talk to us like that all the time. Like I have this customer at work that talks down to me. And then if I get a man on the phone he's that says the exact same thing I just said he's laughing and making jokes with with the guy that's saying it to me he's berating me for saying the exact same thing it's like something that we face every day yeah I don't want to say I don't yeah I don't want to say all the time because sometimes there are people that don't treat people like that but it's something that happens a lot so you know Lindsay's not it's not a cop-out her saying that Jonathan doesn't listen to her ideas. We saw it very clearly during that one where they were segregated and they, Lindsay, I, I I can't even remember at this point who Lindsay wanted to vote out. And Jonathan was just like, no, we're not doing it. Like, wouldn't listen to a word she had to say.
1: I also think, like, I'm not being a Jonathan apologist because, like, I totally agree with you. I think he is a misogynist. I think when multiple women say it, why wouldn't you believe it? And also, we saw it with our own eyes. Um, but I, I do think that, like, you can. I don't think it means he's a terrible person. Like, maybe he's not. Like, I think he, like, you know, we also saw good moments from him, like him being open to, like, Omar and, like, learning about his religion, kind of. Um, so I, I think, I think a lot of this shit is, is, is learned, you know, learned. Like, you.
0: Ooh, it's so. I never thought I would really say this because I think I'm just like, yeah, duh. If that's common sense. I actually was doing trainings for work. You know how you have to do those trainings where you like watch mm-hmm. videos and take, take quizzes and stuff. Like some of the ones like were very common sense. Like I understood but there was one about bias and stuff that I was like, wow, because I was, I try to explain things to You know, some family members of mine and stuff that are very, like, staunchly, I'm not racist. And I'm like, listen, I'm not saying you, like, are setting out to be racist, but there are certain views that you have or certain things that you do or say that you don't understand. Maybe it's unconscious, but are inherently racist, if not racist, biased. You don't, and you don't understand So I actually had an aha moment and I was like, I was like, wow, I was like, I'm actually going to like use some of these terminologies to explain to people like, no, listen, you, maybe you don't understand why. I mean, they're not going to listen to me probably anyway, but same thing with Jonathan. Like he, he probably doesn't know, but you definitely did see like a progression where like at first he was nice. And then he was just like, I'm really biting my tongue. Like basically like I, I, Honestly, if I have to hear that he's 6'4 and weighs 250 pounds one more time and he's hungrier than everyone else and stuff, like, and, like, he's trying so hard. Like, everyone's annoyed with everyone. Like, everyone, everyone's suffering. And he's, like, and just, like, the, that one episode where he said, like, oh, like, you know, like, I'm really biting my tongue. And I'm like, what, because women are daring to speak?
1: Yeah. I also just think that, like, it's not enough anymore to be like, oh, I'm just ignorant. Like, oh, he just doesn't know any better. Because it's like, at this point, you have the internet. The internet is at your fingertips. Like, it is on every individual, like, to educate themselves. And, like, the, the point I was more so making is it's like, yeah, I think you can just not know. But I don't think that's, like, an acceptable way to go through life. So, um, yeah, yeah, everybody everybody has, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. So that took a turn. Um. And we said this. I'm oh, Sorry. <laughs> Remember when yeah. I was like, I think this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Um, yeah really, I mean, it I will think, be fun. I mean, like more unstructured and like yeah. chatti.er On the chat, yeah. our namesake, a little chatti.er So, all right. So, yeah. Basically, yeah. Jonathan. Lin- Lindsay's aggressive for simply, you know, expressing herself. Um. And daring. Some to other things. Disagree. Some
1: other things we get here is Marianne is like feeling pretty good about the move she made. And she's like, the jury is going to know that Marianne is here to play. Um, It kind of pissed me off when Jonathan, that, and this again, sorry to go back to Jonathan, um, but he basically essentially tried to take credit for her move during final tribal. Yeah. And I'm just like, were we watching the same thing? Like, what are you, and I'm so proud of her for like, not even really engaging in that. You know what I mean? But we all saw it. We all know it was her move.
0: Well, it's funny because, like, speaking of Jonathan, when I actually, I went to his um, EW article, too. And then um, one of the questions he was asked was, we saw some players call out your strategy skills a bit. Why was that? He said... Yeah, I thought, well, they must not know my strategy very well. Everybody has a different perception and everybody is perceived differently. They have no idea what it's like to be a six foot four and 250 pounds and how you're perceived and what you have to do to change perceptions. Okay, Jonathan, say the word perception one more time. Um, Just like I have no idea what it's like being them but yeah they didn't see my strategy and that's completely okay because i didn't want them to okay what what strategy really but okay um he also like goes to say that like watching it back now they get to see that i was always lifting them up about the women Mm like i'd always say to them you guys are doing great like Lindsay, I would always say, she's such a dominant force in these challenges. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sure that's like, you can still compliment someone, but then like be like demeaning to them, to their face, but whatever, whatever.
1: So cringy, so cringy. Um, One other thing happens, or is this the next day that Romeo makes, that Romeo does his arts and crafts project?
0: Oh, this, no, this is, that will, I don't know when he makes it, but that night he is like, i have oh, just let you guys know, I have an idol. And, you oh know, my he, God. he, I know, which like not very convincing, like not that well played. I'm sure no one believed um, it, but um, he does say like, you know, votes always get thrown on me just in case someone plays an idol, which honestly can't, can't feel good. So he's like, well, I'm just going to tell them I have one.
1: Uh, If you listened to last week's episode with my friend Dylan and Jenny, um, Dylan had some strong words to say about Romeo, and I sent him um, a screenshot from Reddit yesterday that was like, if a meteor hit the island and everyone died but Romeo, do you think he would win? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, God. That's bad. Um, yeah, it's not a bad fake for what it's worth. I think the monster um, would win. The monster would win. I saw
0: something on Reddit that was like, "Romeo's the monster after all." <laughs> just like just give him like some, you know. Fake. Oh my
1: god, he! Did, Poor Romeo, I did appreciate. Though. I did appreciate. I think he did do a lot better in final tribal than I
0: expected him to.
1: Yeah, and I think you know the the sentiment that he's taking away is you know he's leaving a, a free man. He you know. Is leaving his entire family knowing that he's gay and i think
0: that's like a really that's really beautiful no it absolutely is like yeah he definitely did better like speaking and i I think he probably knew too he wasn't you know he probably knew he wasn't gonna win Yeah.
1: yeah um he definitely like talked more about like being a pageant coach than he like did the entire season. Like, yeah, I just want the girls that I coach to see that, you know, if I can do this, they can do anything. That was interesting to me. Um, but the next day we get final advantage. And did they do this last season? Do you remember?
0: They did. Um, oh, and just, just before that, I think that I guess like something of note is that, Marianne and Lindsay talk that Mike told both of them that he would play the idol for them at Final mm-hmm. Five. And then Lindsay and Mike talk about it and she cries, which in her interview was were definitely kind of like fake tears. Mm. Which was smart, honestly. Yeah, she said um, in her she said that they did not show her saying that to camera because she did say like, Oh, I'm gonna go cry to Mike and so it looks like she's like, ah. but mm.
1: I don't know if I really care for the, like, final advantage. I don't know that if it's, like, super necessary to, like, the game. But, like, I mean, it was pretty funny because basically Lindsay solved it in, like, 10 seconds while everybody else is just kind of, like, they can't get it. And my favorite part was Marianne was, like, because at some point, I forget if it's Jonathan or Mike, but they're, like, should we all work together? And um, Marianne's, like, great. Now I have to sandbag it.
0: Yeah, because, well, she wants Lindsay to get it.
1: Right, which I thought was cute, but I... It was cute, but I'm also like, you should try to get it, too.
0: I think, though, maybe ultimately she wanted Jonathan vulnerable. Mm. And maybe she knew that... And not, like... And it's not even, like, hating on yourself, but, like, realistically, Lindsay has been the only one that's still there that has been able to take him down. So I think one, she has a good relationship with Lindsay, and then two, wants Jonathan to not win. That's so a really Lindsay good point. Kind of like the best chance.
1: Um, and Lindsay does Lindsay does find it, so that was great. And also, she um, knows
0: she has Marion Also, knows she has her idol too, so she knows she's safe no matter what, and potentially has Mike's idol. You know. Yeah. Um.
1: Do so you want to get to the, the first challenge?
0: Yeah, and I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Let's get to it. So it was funny because we're watching this and Matt goes, this looks like a fun challenge. And then literally immediately Jeff goes, come on, how cool is this challenge? And then Marianne says something like, Oh, a station challenge. And I was like, is I said to you and Brian, I was like, is this commonly known as a station challenge? And then I think Brian called it a spider challenge. Um,
0: yeah, like spiderweb.
1: I actually was like looking up this challenge as I do. Um, they called it in this episode, they called it um, Giant Tick. But historically, it's also been called Out on a Limb, Compass Ropes, Tarantula, lay of the Land, Rise to It, Temple the Dog, and Slide On. Um, it's like a spider web yeah and um it it was first a variation was first on Borneo, which is like I didn't realize it, I don't really i it, that goes back pretty far. Um, and then they first put in like the you had to bring items back to the center. Um, and then like in Cook Islands, like they started doing like the puzzle pieces to solve the puzzle. So like it's it's definitely like changed since
0: yeah and like we don't like we don't necessarily need to you know get into it all but you know know. has her advantage so basically there's like what is there six different stations in this one or five i couldn't tell you either way there's five or six six and there's six knots for them to untie their puzzle pieces at each one they all have their own color bag so and it's one of those things where you could potentially collide with someone else so you need Mm -hmm. to kind of watch where everyone else is going and you go to a different one so you don't like cross each other's paths but it's like A rope bridge, like using planks to go across ropes, you know, different stations to get to the end point where you have your puzzle pieces and bring your bags back. But Lindsay only has to untie one knot at each station instead of everyone else who has to untie six, which... That's huge. Yeah. Pretty hefty advantage. But I mean, pretty much the whole time, Lindsay and Jonathan are like pretty matched. Like Lindsay's ahead... For most of it, but she does fall off on the plank one and mm-hmm. has to go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's there working on her puzzle. Jonathan's there. And then I, then I think Mike. I don't know. Like yes, Mary, we're all back pretty oh, close together. But, but Jonathan and and Lindsay are there first. But then Mike shows up and he starts doing really well too. And so well, it comes down to one puzzle piece and it's like if Lindsay had not fallen off of that thing she would have won yeah Versus. oh yeah. we didn't talk about the oh, i'm i'm sorry we didn't even talk about the rewards let, let me just go back and talk about how what could the we? pasta garlic bread you want some meat sauce how about some cake a little salad and red wine first of
1: all i love the way you read
0: that oh verbatim jeff i was telling
1: Jeff, you want some salad Also, Um, i i
0: also have to say i really appreciate we've gotten so many this season and last but we also got one last that's how you do it on survivor
1: we got quite a few and i i do want i have a couple things to mention one um, you had spaghetti and meat sauce tonight in celebration of this recording. I made myself spaghetti during the finale episode.
0: I, it, I was inspired, like honestly, like those noodles like hanging out of Jonathan's mouth. Like, I was turned on by the noodles, not by not by Jonathan. But I mean, yeah. he, like, he's if he got rid of his dreadlocks, he would be like pretty hot. But I, yeah, not that there's anything wrong with dreadlocks. I just don't like them on. A morally questionable white man. Yeah, yeah. Or, or um, but um so yeah, okay. I I've been talking about the meat sauce like to you and Brian like since then, and it was raining and I was kind of like going out. Can I tell you about my meat sauce? Please. Okay. So. I was thinking, like, I was kind of like, oh, I could go order it and pick it up somewhere. But I was like, you know what? Instead, I'm going to go to the Italian market because I know that they have a plethora of things. So I bought my own fresh pasta from the Italian market. I was going
1: to say, I thought so. I was like, that looks really good.
0: Yeah. So I bought fresh and it was, it was like quadretti spaghetti. So like the square shaped spaghetti, like it's a little like cube kind of shape. And I bought, like, a thing of their meat sauce. I already had some, like, uh, shaved parm from the the very same Italian market in my fridge. And I bought a loaf of bread. And I cooked up the fresh pasta meat sauce. And it was delicious. Did you like my Instagram? Carb loading.
1: I did. We got a lot of uh, responses to it. For our
0: Um, recording. And you gotta keep
1: your energy up. Okay, so a couple other things I liked about this challenge, I liked how the puzzles were all like re- like being held on, being held by like these like really cool looking trees. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was I like think- you know you know like like a drift woody tree. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, just a really nice job to the production set design. Um, and then at one point Jeff's giving the play-by-play for the puzzle and he goes Mike's working it he's using his whole body and it's just like Jeff um I thought Mike's win was really cute when he was like I've waited 21 years for this um yeah okay the thing I don't love is that he picked Jonathan to go with him for the
0: the food yeah I just don't like why would you want I mean granted like I guess the next challenge really doesn't take that much like physical prowess but I mean they don't know that yeah, exactly. They don't know.
1: Um. I I did notice it almost looked like the the pasta was fettuccine, and I'm like, that wouldn't have been my first choice. But I, I guess it was linguine. It wasn't spaghetti, and I feel like I wouldn't have wanted either like spaghetti, spaghetti, or like a penne. Um, I What's don't
0: know, but pasta shape. I like. Uh, honestly, I'm really like about the long pastas. I am not a huge linguine fan but in this con- i thought it was linguine and i thought it actually looked pretty good but i do like spaghetti i love angel hair i was so tempted to buy the angel hair but i was like i just don't think it'll hold up to the meat sauce so i didn't but i don't love
1: angel hair i'm a, cl- I'm, a I'm a classic i like spaghetti um i also like a penne or a rotini
0: love rotini i like rigatoni mm-hmm. i prefer rig- i i'm not like a huge penne gal
1: that's okay
0: you know what though okay i do like it but i feel like penny people do it very al al dente a long Mm -hmm. time and i'm i'm not like an al dente person i like farfalle yeah it's pretty good yeah i mean i don't really discriminate i love all pasta
1: I feel like for some reason up until this very second in my mind I called that farfalla and I don't know why.
0: Oh my god, Courtney what Courtney called it farfalo one time and like we laughed for a while. I actually okay. I don't even really use Snapchat anymore but one day randomly I went on Snapchat and you know there's like filters that will like dist- they have them on Instagram too that will distort your face and it like changes your voice. There was one it like turned your head and it was just like your eyes magnified and you were like a piece of farfalle pasta. You know, like the the bow ties or like the butterflies, mm-hmm. and I just took a I took a snap to Courtney and I was like, "Oh, hi, Courtney, I'm full. and I said it to her <laughs> and I like we laughed about it. It was funny.
1: Um, some other okay, so do you, we're at the reward, and I guess I did take a pretty good amount of notes. I don't know what I was talking about. Um, they're big ass bowls. Uh, Mike is like feeling himself like a little too much, and it's kind of like what you were talking about a couple episodes ago about how like Mike changes and like still love Mike. Don't get me wrong, but he's like really feeling himself right now. Um,
0: Oh yeah. Like he, he changed when like, he changed like right right, right before high got voted out.
1: Yeah. Um, a couple quick things on the, the reward, but the garlic bread, at first I said I thought it was interesting and then I said it looks good. I also loved those pasta bowls with the little stink logo on them. Oh, like, yeah. can I buy that in the CVS store? Because I I will. Um, so then Jonathan and Mike, I want to say they talk strategy, but that feels generous. Um, they just talk about the game. <laughs> uh, they Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. Jonathan's like kind of talking smack on Lindsay and he's like, yeah, like she, she, like she would be dangerous to bring because like she can talk and it's like, yeah. And then Jonathan asks Mike if he would play his idol for him. And Mike's like, of course I would. Making Jonathan the third person he's promised that to. Why not offer it to Romeo while you're at it? Yeah, right. Um any other thoughts on the 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 food the the talk
0: No I mean No I mean I think I think that's about it but yeah like the the, the strategy I can't say no because I feel like Jonathan kind of was like oh if if I don't win you should do this and Mike's like oh okay
1: Yeah The strategy here I uh, this is when I got like so into it at one point I literally shrieked during tribal because like, we don't know what Mike what Mike is going to do. And at one point, I'm thinking... And this is, like, where what Marianne said in Final Tribal, like, totally changed the way I was thinking about this because I was like, oh, my God, what a huge move that would be if Mike gives Marianne his idol and then she plays hers for Lindsay, then Jonathan goes home. And I was like, what a huge move. Like, I... I was, like, losing it. I was like, that would be crazy. Um, By the way, this is when Marianne makes the point to Mike about the way that Jonathan treats women on the tribe that I mentioned earlier. Yeah.
0: Um, And and to go back to that, I was thinking the same thing. But at the same time, I think maybe her having the secret – I was thinking that, too. I was like, wow, imagine if she played it for Lindsay. But at the same time, Lindsay's probably the fiercest competition that she does have. And then also she can have that in her back pocket, literally, to be like, oh, look what I did. I got Mike to play. And also, say Mike was the one to go home in the fire-making challenge. He might not respect that, and he might not vote for her if Jonathan makes it to final three. Like, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, so many different scenarios. Like, did she do the right thing? And I think she did.
1: I thought that too, like Will might be pissed, but the one thing was, because she did say at one point, like voting out somebody who knows they're going home is not a big move. Um, so that's why I thought she was going to, and I was really excited. Um, I, I wrote down, LOL, this Maverick commercial, but I don't remember what the Maverick commercial was. Like, but I think um, it was like survivor related. no idea what that could have been
0: i like i mean i know like there's a new like top gun movie
1: yes yeah 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 so it was like the top gun movie but like with a survivor twist or something like like there was it was like there was like a tie-in it was kind kind of like the
0: communication whatever yeah yeah
1: yeah i was Um,
0: because i was a little behind i think at this point
1: mm -hmm. um so, yeah, during Tribal, like, Mike does give Marianne his idol, but she does not play her. So, at that, that point, when Mike gave her the idol, I screamed out loud, and Mike, Matt, Mike, Matt was like, shh. Um, by the way, real quick, a fun piece of trivia is that, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike becomes the fifth consecutive contestant named Mike to make the season finale. And the second consecutive Mike to finish as the runner up.
0: Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Wait, fifth consecutive to make the finale.
1: Yeah. Like of people named Mike, the past five, including this Mike have all gone to the finale.
0: Oh, anyone that's played named Mike. Right. Right. I thought you meant the past five final no. had a Mike. And I was like, Who was there last time?
1: That's 100% Uh, how I interpret it first. But then I I just knew I had to let you get there on your own. But Marianne doesn't play her idol. And I was surprised. But I, I do really, really, really love the explanation she gave about that in Final Tribal. So Lindsay did end up going home.
0: Which, honestly, I need to eat my words. Because I feel like in the beginning when, like, I just saw, I don't know. I saw Lindsay. I saw she was from New Jersey. I saw she was like from a place in New Jersey where I feel like maybe I like knew a lot of people that were not my kind of people. But she seems like a cool fucking person that like is Mm -hmm. going to go on Entertainment Weekly and call uh, Jonathan a misogynist. So I think she definitely is my kind of people. And she was a badass competitor. And I hope that one day I run into her. In Asbury Park, New Jersey, because I was just like on her Instagram and it seems like she hangs out there a lot. I
1: also I also understood Marianne not saving her because I feel like Marianne objectively would have had a better chance against either Mike or Jonathan than she would have Lindsay.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I would have been happy if Lindsay did end up like say Lindsay won this challenge or something. Right. And like she ended up making it to the end. I would have been happy with Lindsay winning. I would have been happy with Marianne winning. Like Mike, as far as the remaining men, Mike, for sure. Do you know
1: what's funny, Ashley? Is like based on your comments about the spoiler list that you saw, the boot list, I feel like you had said something where you're like, if it is the person that they said, I, I think you said something like you were like, I wouldn't be mad about it. So, But you weren't, like, ecstatic. So I honestly thought it was going to be Mike.
0: Yeah. Because, Mike, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it. Well, also, at the time, I think I made that statement, Marianne hadn't done much. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, so, well, I mean, not that, not that Mike did anything, but I just like Mike's personality. Yeah. And, like, Real Marianne question. had not done much.
1: I overall, like understood why she didn't i was surprised but i understood why she did not play the idol for her
0: yeah Um, no i mean ultimately like earlier in the game i think she might have but well actually i don't know she probably would have kept it for herself because but why would you bring your greatest competition with you you know
1: yeah so next up we kind of get right into the next challenge is that right
0: Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, it's like we leave tribal and it's like the next day. Like we don't see, yeah, we don't see any aftermath or anything,
1: Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Matt's reaction to this is he goes, oh no, it's this fucker. (laughs) And I actually loved this because Jeff kicked off this challenge with a little challenge history about some motion, um, uh, about how it was a guy named, Simo, but I, like I think his name was like his name is Simon.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and like he was making this challenge during um, Survivor China, and like yeah. somebody saw somebody saw it happen, like him doing it, and they they ended up doing it, and it's it's like a pretty classic.
0: It wasn't, until like, it wasn't until a couple seasons later or something or yeah. no, no no it wasn't to- he, he said token jeans mm-hmm. oh i wonder i wonder did marianne say it because yeah
1: if i could ask her one question
0: like did you see this on token jeans mm-hmm. i mean we've done it since but yeah it's your it's like the game mousetrap kind of <laughs> like it's i don't know it's like the metal contraption where it's like it's all about timing and coordination it's like you drop one ball Goes through the little spinny thing, grab it, put it back in the top, then you add a second.
1: Do you think you'd be good at this? Maybe. I think I would be pretty good about, good good at it, but I could be surprised. I feel like I have a my O C D and I don't sorry, I don't mean to trivialize that and say like, you know how we were talking about this in one of our episodes, like say yeah. like, like it's not I, but I like genuinely do like, I mean, I have not been diagnosed, but like at the very least I have like obsessive compulsive tendencies and I feel like this would,
0: you know, fit into it. It's like very, yeah, I, um, I can be very, if I like put my mind to something, like I can be very like aware and focused, like hyper fixated on things. So that's the only reason I think that maybe, but the problem is, is about timing. So it's kind of like, if you mess up, you mess up. So that is it's hard to say because it's like you're if you make a wrong decision, you Mm -hmm. need to be very like kind of like agile, too. But, you know, know,
1: you know, who's not very agile is Mike. Mike is out like the first 10 seconds. And I loved Jeff was like, Mike, we're in the
0: warm up phase. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Mike's not happy.
1: He said it just slips out of his hands. I maybe is a little too uh, slick from all that garlic bread. I don't know. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Marianne drops out, and I'm just like, "Oh my God, it's Romeo v. Jonathan. The only person that can stop Jonathan right now is Romeo. Like, we are literally effed." However, Romeo fucking won. That was was just like,
0: I was like, he has to fucking win. Granted, I did see the boot list, so like, I did have an inkling Jonathan left this this particular tribal. But I, who knows, maybe it was wrong. There was like a boot list that said Heather won last season going around Oof. on Reddit. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? I I, I agreed, wait, going into the finale last year, I was convinced from Reddit that Heather might actually win. Wow. And she was actually a mastermind the whole time. Remember you you Brian and I talked about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But um So good for Romeo.
1: It's it's nice, it's cute. And I love that he's like um he's really like taking full advantage like he was like he got the back to beach and room he's like, I'm just gonna sit here and you can all come to me mm-hmm. uh Mike had a a sound bite that I wrote down that I really liked. He said, I'm in deep water but I haven't drowned yet. He makes like some pretty solid arguments, I thought like he he just was like, you have to bring me like I understand that and like he kind of had his reasoning behind it i I kind of forget what it was, but like I do remember that it was like, well, you know,
0: his, his reasoning was you don't bring me. You need me to compete with fire.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, so. Well, I guess you need to bring me to the end because I will dominate in fire. So whoever you want out, I will obliterate them in fire, I guess, is the reasoning.
1: There was something I didn't really understand here. I think it's like, it's very understood that Marianne is going to be the one he takes. Like she does practice making fire, but she didn't seem super concerned. But Mike and Jonathan have a conversation and Mike is like, Jonathan, like if he gives you an out, take it. And Jonathan was like, he is trying to get in my head, but he can't. And I'm like, was he? Like, what did that mean? explain it to me.
0: Okay. I think Jonathan thinks that Mike was saying without saying i'll if beat you romeo, yes if romeo tells you i'll bring you to the end just don't you know don't be a hero and be like oh i know i'll compete because i will beat you because i, I am a firefighter by trade and i know <laughs> fire so,
1: Jonathan thought he was just trying to psych him out, but he, yeah. he I mean, was a man maybe, of his word.
0: Low key, maybe he was.
1: It be both.
0: It could be it could be a little bit of both, but I also think Mike is kind of a good dude. Yeah, a good dude.
1: I think a little bit of both for sure.
0: Who did I say? Um, who did I say was a good dude a lot in the past?
1: There I was like, somebody.
0: I feel like a good dude was my my phrase for a while
1: yeah. yeah i feel like it was mike
0: is it this season i thought it was like previous seasons so i feel like oh he's a good dude
1: i feel like brian will remember and he'll text yeah. us and tell us he um,
0: will. i love i love that i love getting mm-hmm. that feedback from him
1: uh well at the end of the day good dude mike and jonathan mm-hmm. are in the fire making challenge romeo decides to take marianne so it is a pretty well well, well-matched contest like nobody was super ahead or behind until mike was
0: i yeah like i mean i don't know i feel like mike was consistently kind of ahead
1: like, Yeah, yeah yeah it but, wasn't a blowout
0: and i i don't know if like maybe i should just like not bring this up but i just think until you've seen it I think I tried to say something to you and Brian at one point, and I was like, oh, like people love Jonathan. And 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 I think Brian was kind of like, well, no one like likes him. I'm like, no, you don't understand. This Facebook group I am in, I just feel like I have my thumb on the pulse of like middle-aged white America and they love him. There someone posted something that basically implied that Jeff and the producers were like manipulating Jonathan to like not perform well during like his the puzzle and the last thing they were like they were like he's such a good person like you know Jonathan would never give up but they were like telling him to and like with the fire like they were they were telling him like like about like adding like there's only so much coconut husk and it was like the producers were sabotaging Jonathan like it is If I said this, if Jonathan wanted to start a cult, he would be so successful. If if Jonathan, I like, I hope he doesn't because it would be fucked up. But he should capitalize on this and he should like make some kind of course or like be some kind of leader because people would give them all of their money. I feel like it's because he is is their God now. It's out of control.
1: I feel like it's because like. This this category of people who I, I don't want to stereotype, but I feel like just generally like older white ladies, like they grew up in the school of like Ozzy. He's so cute. <laughs> and like they like, you know, their survivor, like hot jungle boy. And I, we haven't really had somebody that's that classic
0: yeah. archetype
1: who went far in a while. I feel like Shmo Shmanglum kind of ruined that for us.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. And I, I, I will say, like, I know you were saying you, you were talking to your mom, and she wasn't, she wasn't thrilled about the Marianne win, right? Who did she want?
1: I don't know. I think, Ma- I think Mike.
0: Yeah. She's well, it's, it's
1: it's and it's no shade to my mom because like wouldn't be here without her uh, on this yeah. earth, but also hosting a hosting a Survivor podcast. Yeah. Um. But like i don't know there's i've changed i've changed my tune on a lot of things and if you you still if you listen to this podcast since the beginning you know like i used to hate loved ones episodes now that i've had a, a baby i'm like i understand them um i'm emotional i feel like i used to be like yeah there's no there's no crying on survivor but now i'm just like wow like this human being is showing emotion i
0: cry all the time no but well i i was saying like so like your mom, I talked to my mom too. She was, my mom was just like, oh, like, yeah. Like I wanted Mike to win. I'm like, well, you wanted Jonathan to win yesterday. And I was like, mom, I was, and I said to her, I said, mom, I was like, can you tell me a single time that you were ever rooting for yeah. a woman to win? And she was like, um, well, I, I don't, she's like, well, I don't know. Like Mike's from New Jersey. She always like defaults to this, like, and it's funny because like sometimes like, And I'm not calling my mom a racist. I'm not saying that. But when it comes to bias and stuff, like, I was thinking of her when I was, like, doing my bias training and stuff. But it's, like, my mom will root for any man over any woman. And it's, like, it's just, like, funny. Like, it's, like, it's it's all men. Like, the white man probably is going to be her first choice. But regionally, regionally, though. Like, he was a big Wendell fan too yeah. over Dominic because like Wendell's from Philly so she's like her she has her allegiances and those are men and New Jersey and Philadelphia like those like but <laughs> if you are a woman forget about it like she is <laughs> not rooting for you even like yeah. I feel like watch singing competitions a lot of the time she's <laughs> like she she like always goes for the guy and I asked her we were on the phone I was like when was the last time you rooted for a woman and she was like uh sorry, I'm just dying at max eating your, uh, your head, your, uh,
1: microphone. Mi-
0: microphone. It's so funny. Um, but she was like, well, she was like, I don't know. She was, she was like, I just thought like Marianne was a little like over the top, but if Romeo won, I would have been pissed. Like she said, it <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, okay. At least, at least you, Marianne was your second choice. <laughs> like,
1: Oh my God no i know what you mean like but that that's why i feel like these people are like they've just been so long since they've had a jonathan that they're like doubling
0: down on jonathan it is just like i said i sent you that i sent you and brian that thing like like a, a quote from like this facebook group like i'm not kidding every other post is about jonathan <laughs> and just how amazing he is <laughs> And it's like, if you read the comment section, it's just out of... So they had to turn off comments where someone called... Someone posted about Lindsay calling him out as a misogynist. Oh, and, like, they, people were getting so heated in the comments. They had to turn off comments because they were so vehemently defending Jonathan. And for a moment could not even wrap their mind around the fact <laughs> that he might have a little bit of misogynistic uh, tendencies. But I, se- I sent you and Brian that one one post earlier today... For no reason, eighteen hours ago, well, longer now, but like the day after the finale, for no reason, someone just some 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 white lady just posts the award for the kindest sweetest heart goes to Jonathan, amazing human. It's like, bitch, you don't know him. I just like, have you heard of like, Mother Teresa? Like. <laughs> Have you heard of I don't know who 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 else who else is like a notoriously amazing person?
1: I was just laughing so hard I had to cover my face with my shirt. Like, oh my god! Why, why yeah, can
0: think, like, why can't I think of like a notoriously nice person besides Mother Teresa? Like, I'm sure they exist. Who's
1: like an Mister un- Rogers?
0: Yeah, have you heard of Mister Rogers? Tom I mean, Hanks? No, that, Tom. Tom Hanks is extremely controversial. QAnon thinks he's a pedophile. <laughs> Tom Hanks is like the leader of like the QAnon. Like Tom Hanks posted a picture like he was taking a walk and posted a picture of a child's sock on the sidewalk, and that that is apparently pedophile language that is saying without saying I'm a pedophile. Oh so my Hanks god! Like is gonna communicate. I, I I don't know, but you know it's he's very controversial. I think he's a very amazing person. That's I, I
1: had I had no clue that Oh my god. He was a QAnon enemy. I like him
0: even more now. Yeah, well, see, now like all of Hollywood is pretty much a QAnon like a family member of mine literally <laughs> my mom was like and my, my my parents are not Q at all. Um they just, like, happen to be Republicans, but they're, like, not just, they, they're not cute. They're just, like, oh, I think the Republicans will protect my money, and, like, I'm, like, kind of Christian, mm-hmm. so they're Republicans. We were at a relative's house, and my mom was, like, oh, do you watch The Voice? And then, like, a family of mine was, like, oh, they're all pedophiles or something. And like I was like, I said to my mom as a joke, I was like, oh what? Like even Kelly Clarkson? She was like, yeah, no, she meant all of them. Like she said Kelly Clarkson. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Oh, oh god.
1: <laughs>
0: oh
1: my God.
0: Behind these hazel eyes is pure evil. <laughs> and I've got to feel like
1: Oh my God! Oh man, that's hilarious! Oh, oh God, God.
0: Where, where, where were us? I don't know. Basically, um, a lot of people think Jonathan is um, the next coming of Christ,
1: <laughs> but Jonathan, Jonathan loses the fire making challenge and he goes Aww, home. What a pity! Yeah. So our final three is going to be Marianne, Jonathan, and Romeo. Um, the next day, it's a blast for two reasons. One. We love Emerge Feast. We love it so much. Um, A little light on the coverage because what else did we get? But a Jury Speaks segment. And we have Mm. not gotten this since Gabon. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I don't remember that, like, happening then. I thought it was, like, a first-time thing, so.
1: No, I guess they they used to do it. But, yeah, it's been so long, and I, I was loving it. I was like, this is great.
0: yeah. I actually didn't even see the feast.
1: I know. It's very, very sparse. And like,
0: did you see any of the food items or
1: your usual spread? I think I saw some croissants. Like, yeah, no, it wasn't like a ton of, it was mostly the jury. Okay. But I did like the segment. I thought it was like a nice, fun, fun throwback.
0: Let's see. And what happens next? We tribal into- final tribal we get into it oh my god yeah. I, don't know. I have zero notes
1: i i don't either really um let's see yeah the last thing i wrote down was like oh my god the feast um i thought like overall like and i think jeff kind of said this too i think jeff said this was one of the best tribals he, final tribals he's seen in a long time because the jury i forget how he phrased it but he was like you know, they, they held them accountable, but everybody was still very respectful, mm-hmm. which I
0: appreciated. Um It was not a bitter jury at all. No. Um, one thing, I guess, I mean, I, I guess, like, I'm just going to get into it now. They mm-hmm. do, you know, after things are decided, they do kind of talk about, like, oh, like, were you undecided when you went in? Or, like, were you leaning towards you know, one person versus the other. And I guess Lindsay in her interview said that Jeff at one point was like, oh, you know, like, all right, like, you know, let's wrap this up or something or like, oh, I guess we're done. And then they were kind of like, no, we need to ask more questions because they really, they had like their ideas of what they were going to do when they went in, but they needed more information. And I guess the Marianne and her idol at the point when Jeff was gonna wrap things up, she had not even disclosed that yet. Yeah. Thank God they it, like asked more questions.
1: It really stole the show because I felt like at first, and for like I, I don't know that I have a ton to say about Romeo, but I I will mention that I thought he did better. and I think this was said in the after show too, but he did better than we were all expecting. Um yeah. but honestly, like the the beginning and middle of the tribal was really dominated with questions about Mike and people questioning like, you know, you're such a a person who like touts their morals and character, but you had to lie, you had to strategize. And it was exactly what we knew it was going to be about people like just wanting him to own his game. And he kind of, his narrative that that he framed for himself was like, I am that guy, I am that nice person, but eventually I realized I had to do it. And I think people just wanted like more of like, yeah, I did it. Um, And at that point, actually I was, I really thought Mike was going to win. I was like, this has been all about Mike.
0: Yeah. But honestly though, I, I don't think they were really like, but like there was that, there was like a moment where he was kind of like, no, like I thought that I was doing this, but I guess now talking about it, I want like, you know what I mean? He kind of like outed himself as like not being strategic, like in his own words, like kind of like, no, I was just kind of going with my emotions. Yeah. But um, no, and you were, you and Brian were like a minute ahead of me and you were like, oh, I take it back. Cause you were like, oh, I feel like Marianne's like not really like doing much. And then I was like, Marianne brought it right. And you were like, oh, sorry. I'm like, no, no, I knew she would. Like, I knew she had something in her back pocket. Well, I mean, she, probably literally the idol, but I knew that she would show up.
1: Yeah. Um, and like, and not to say that, like every time she was answering, like, I forget if you were Brian or, a, or if somebody made the joke on Twitter, but they were like, every time Marianne gives an answer, it sounds like she's like stating her thesis. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just very like, it was it was great. Um, she she did a really good job. And yeah, the moment when she, she showed the idol was great. And when she talked about why she couldn't, why she did not bring Lindsay, I also thought, was great and the, she, she explained it in a way where it was like Lindsay respected it you
0: know what mm-hmm. i mean i also like i think that that really does show that you were thinking and you do have strategy you thought about this before you went in the way she was confidently just rattling off facts it wasn't like oh i did this she was like on the final six vote with omar i knew this I knew that, like point, 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 you know, like bam, 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 like rattling. Explain how making... she had
1: multiple combinations at play. Yes. Um, and like you could see, and at that point, like you could see it on the jury's face that they were like impressed by that.
0: Hmm. It's funny. Like something in the Facebook group, someone was like, "Oh yeah, well, like Marianne, like had to like." convince them of why she deserved to win and i was yeah. like do you, do you do you not realize that, that that's the point of the show you need to convince the jury of why you should win Yeah. Like, someone, someone was like oh well like mike should have won like marianne had to convince them why she played this game it's like yeah that's like
1: her job uh... wait sorry i got sidetracked because i was just looking at surprise prize an EW article um to make sure that we weren't like missing anything about tribal and this article is like okay they're talking about it in context of romeo um and like how it was great that he had that moment saying like i'm gonna leave this game as a free man the way i wanted to live which i did want to bring that up
0: too and that was that was great
1: so the they're saying they go look if you're going to get shut out in a survivor final tribal council getting shut out with a statement like that after also winning the final immunity challenge is a pretty good way to get shut out. Speaking of which, did you know, Stephen Fishback got shut out by a survivor jury? It's one of my favorite survivor facts and one which Marianne didn't even know since she refused to finish his season, which only makes me love her more. So I'm like, okay, so now we know it's, she didn't see the final episodes of token teens. and I'm like, well, if they know that like, there's gotta be. Why didn't she out. watch
0: it? Like yeah. What? That's what I'm
1: like trying to figure out i know maybe she
0: was like in love with one of. maybe she was like in love with coach or something and he i I can't remember when he got the boot
1: yeah
0: because that was a final two it was just steven and jt
1: somebody someone said that she said on twitter that she just didn't have time to finish it
0: yeah but like hello Marion. we have hulu we have paramount plus yeah um million even if you don't now you have a million dollars you can definitely subscribe yeah
1: well sorry for getting sidetracked but yeah I mean those that was really the big
0: moments like yeah yeah I just like I think too I think someone said and I can't remember like where I read this that like Mike even said like I knew while I was like there like when I had lost it like I realized there like I didn't like it like kind of like he didn't know how to like describe his game or he kind of like realized as Marianne was speaking like oh wow like she did these pointed things because all along I loved Mike but he never was if Mike won it would have just been because he was a likable guy and I think that now the game is just more evolved that people respect moves even if they were to their detriment you know yeah people are like you blindsided me and that was fucking awesome that was smart I wish I would have done that and, yeah, I think, Survivor. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, and I just think maybe some of the, you know, like. I, I don't want to be ageist. It's not. I don't know. But I just think that some of maybe the original viewership maybe are a little like resistant to change and they just still want the strongest. They like. They're like Jonathan caught fish and won challenges. He should win. They don't understand like the evolution of the game and yeah. they aren't going to embrace that. But I feel like this was like one of the least bitter juries that we've seen. Yeah. In a really long, long story. Time.
1: Long story short, Marion wins. Um, a couple things that I think are really important is we've now had two back-to-back women of color win Survivor. This is the first black woman to win Survivor since the literally 20 years ago. Is that right? 20 20-
0: it was season four, so it was probably... Yeah, pro- yeah. it was probably like 2001, 2002, yeah.
1: Which is nuts. It's also the first time women have won back-to-back seasons since Philippines season 25. Wow. So it, it felt pretty historic. It felt... It, I don't know, it just felt really good. And I... The, the conversation you were starting on about... Like what the jury, the like the jury now. I feel like they would rather see a strategic asshole win than like a nice guy who like wasn't
0: strategic. And I do mean, think like Marion was an asshole in any way, but like no, 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 she was though. Yeah, I'm long just long going to the extreme, as as and I also as long as she wasn't a Russell Hans asshole, like that's... Yeah, and I.
1: I I don't think she was an asshole at all. I'm just showing the extremes. And I also think yeah. Mike was a little strategic. I don't think... It's not like he was, like, a Keith nail. You know what I mean? Like, he understood
0: the do not, basis of the, Do not... uh What is that phrase? Like Speak throw, ill? Well, not speak ill. Is it, like, throw dirt on or, like, something... Throw on shade? Keith, on Keith's name? Well, I'm sorry. You know I love Keith more no, than... No, I like know. He, he had no... He... Wait, just stick with the plan.
1: Just stick with the plan.
0: I love him. Oh, oh God. God. I just, I don't know what, that man captures my heart for some reason. He's um, the best.
1: We, we do get into, like, the the live, vote, uh, which everybody was super excited about because they didn't know that that happened with 41. Yeah,
0: well, and it was funny because, like, and they go to, like, the jury, and Jonathan, I think, goes to Lindsay, is like, oh, like, you know, they don't read it now, right? Like, we go back, like, we have to wait. And Lindsay was like, oh, ha, ha, like, I thought you were serious, ha, ha. And then Jeff's like, we're going to read the votes right now. And everyone is. Oh, my is God. This,
1: this one girl that I really like to follow on Twitter, like, she seems very similar to us in the sense that she loves Survivor, but has, like, pretty liberal views. I was just scrolling Twitter to make sure I didn't forget anything. Because sometimes I'll, like, retweet stuff that I think is, like, a good point. Um, She said, I can't say I'm surprised by this, but it does not sit right in my spirit. And it's that it's two side by side photos. And it's that Jonathan has like literally double the amount of Instagram followers that than Marianne does.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wonder going into it, what he had. Good point. Like, maybe he did. But I don't know. Like, I think from like our idol, do we follow him on our idol chatter?
1: Instagram
0: oh, you you do the following but no on my personal um I follow very few actually on my personal Instagram because I have the other one mm-hmm. but I followed Marianne I follow I, I like during the season I followed high first because I was like oh, I, I love high I really like Omar I don't know why I didn't follow him I followed Mike I followed Lindsay and Marianne today
1: mm-hmm.
0: so those are the four I follow my personal. I never even I didn't even look at Jonathan's Instagram. Not even a blip on my radar.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I follow usually like the whole cast with the onset of the season on our like idle chatter one, but we'll have to change it up a little. Um I I loved I love the pizza party. I love the champagne. Like it's just fun. It's just a fun conversation and I like that they can kind of just get right into it. And I, I loved um Mike's attitude throughout this whole thing. Like Jeff was like like it's got to be the worst night of your life. And he was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm so happy. Like, just a class act.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, would you like to win a million dollars? Sure. But you know what? It's not like he's going home with nothing. Yeah. You know, everyone gets a little little something something.
1: It's very cute.
0: And, what else
1: do we have yeah, to talk
0: about? I'm, I Honestly, I'm like, I feel like I was zoning out tonight when I, like, I was rewatching, but I was doing laundry and like. Wednesday night seems like an eternity ago and I just don't like I know Lindsay was supposed to be on season 41 and she tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. right before and they talked about that yeah but, that was fun that's a fun fact yeah, I didn't realize you know, that I'm so, like can you imagine like how different like it would have been if she was on last season like maybe mm-hmm. she wouldn't have made it that far maybe she would have won. Wa- you know you just don't know so it is what yeah. it is but I'm sure she's like glad she met these people I mean I don't know do you have any scuttlebutt? Because I have a couple things.
1: You you go, please.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's it. That's the... That was, like, the reunion. Pizza. You know. Champagne. I'm trying to think. <laughs> was there anything else, like... That's, like, super jumping out at us? I don't know why I don't remember anything from literally two days ago.
1: No, I don't think so. Um... I am reading the EW uh, finale interview with Jeff um, where they're asking him, like, are we still going to have all these chat ch- like different advantages and twists? And Jeff said, here's a big hand to future players. When we say this is a new era of the game, we mean it. We are establishing new markers. So things like small tribes earn the merge. No food risk reward dilemma shot in the dark are here to stay. Other specific twists will come and go depending on the season. We changed the game because we wanted to give players a new series of problems to solve. The easiest way to frame it was to compare it to our very first season. Those players didn't know they would have a chance to play for food, for a food reward. So when they got hungry, they ate rat. Never forget. Then in season two, we had a new group of players who knew there would be a food reward. So they didn't eat the rat. They adapted the game. That's what we're doing with this new era. Um, the Did next group robot-
0: They're going to go back to 39 days.
1: I don't think we know that yet.
0: I hope they do. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. Um, so the I think that the, the biggest thing going into 43 is that now players will know about some of these things.
0: I just think they kind of like switch them up a little bit. So it's not like, oh, like, oh, hey, like the shot in the dark or something like who's going to compete in that knowing they might go home.
1: You mean do or die? So, Yes. I mean, yeah, it's it's easy to get them mixed up.
0: Yeah. Well, what's... Okay, what's... Wait, was it Brian... Did Brian text us and say, do we still... Do we understand how Shot in the Dark works now? And we were both like, no. No,
1: I don't. Um, Okay, what's your scuttlebutt?
0: Okay, so I was just looking at, you know, some people's Instagrams and stuff today. So Mike... I guess I didn't realize... Um, at the time during the, uh, like loved one, like video thing with pizza with Omar and Lindsay and him, that was his fiance. I guess I -hmm. I thought they were married. So that was his fiance. Yeah. And there were like a lot, there were some like pictures and stuff in like a video he posted today of his wedding and like Marianne, like giving like a speech, I guess, like at his wedding.
1: So like Marianne
0: was there, Lindsay was there. Um, well, here let me... I, I saved them on Instagram and it was just so cute. Also there's a pic, you know, you know, he's like Chelsea, like his daughter Chelsea posted something. I saw that. That was cute. Like, so it just seems like it's like such a big family, like so sweet. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. So like just like Mike's wedding and stuff. Also like we, we texted about this a little bit, but like, I just leaned on my computer cord and my laptop just started barreling towards me. Um, So the night of the god! I'm looking at this
1: video now. This is so cute.
0: Yeah. Isn't it cute? It's adorable. And then also like the, um, the night of the finale high was with Tori and Chanel, like in a car and stuff. And he said something like, Oh, like, you know, don't cancel Tori. And it's like, Tori definitely says some things on Instagram and stuff that, like, I don't agree with. But I do think that we can't just, like, cancel. You know what I mean? Like, how how are we ever going to, like, coexist or, like, change people's opinions if we're just, like, you think differently than me? I cast you out. Like, I guess, like, I think, like, I have a few. There are some people in my life that we were talking about earlier that I, like... We went to high school with that are on Instagram, and I'm like, I literally despise this person. Like, in their views, they are trash. I hate them. But I have a couple of friends that have different kind of views than me, and it's like, oh, like, can I like tell everyone to kick rocks that like thinks differently than me? Like, maybe one day they'll yeah. see differently. So, like, I don't know. Like, Hi and Chanel, like two like LGBTQ, you know, cast members, like being friends. I- with kids.
1: I agree with you in general 100% for sure and in fact like I had a really I want to say like heartwarming conversation with somebody on Instagram lately about like the baby formula shortage because I was I had posted like I genuinely don't understand like why some Republicans like didn't vote for like the bill that was helping this Um, and I meant it because it was like a lot of the headlines were just like here's the Republicans that like didn't vote for this and um, I was like the, like, why? I couldn't find out, and this person was, like, oh, it's because, like, a lot of the money was, like, literally just, like, going to the companies, which is, like, gonna go to, like, the salaries of, like, private, you know, like. uh, yeah. and I was, like, okay, that makes sense to me, like, honestly, like, when I saw the, t- I just thought the titles were, like, a little clickbaity, and, like, I was, like, I really appreciate you for just, like, answering without, like, any snark, and, like, you- that's, like, really refreshing, like, I, I do try to be open, and she was, like, yeah, same, like, I'm conservative, but I try to be open. I do get it, but I just thought, like, what tori was saying regarding abortion recently that was like a bit much to me and just like like i mean during final tribal like I was wearing a feminist shirt so i was like it's just surprising that those two extremes but you i think your point is really valid and like it is good glad they're hanging out and i I feel like it maybe it does seem that like yeah i don't know i hope maybe like i'm because i was like oh maybe tori's changed and you and barbara like probably not and like yeah obviously like i don't think she's made a radical change, but like maybe she's gotten to a place where she's like, I can see some other sides to things.
0: It's terrible, but I think that maybe when I see someone that is like talking about Jesus and stuff and like has like staunch opinions on abortion, it like kind of just makes me assume that she like might like inherently like hate gay people. So I guess like. Seeing her, like, hanging out with two gay people and them, like, enjoying her friendship makes me mm-hmm. think there, like, might be more to her. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, it's it's not, like, defending her, but it's kind of, like. No, I, I, I see you mind, what you're saying. You know?
1: Yeah, because it's, like, we're never going to move the needle unless we talk to people.
0: You know exactly. what I mean?
1: If we just right. stay in our bubble, we're, no one's ever going to get anywhere and i don't think it's like i don't think it's you go out to you don't go out like looking into like like oh i'm gonna be this person's friend so i can like get them to my side but it's like that's not it at all but it's like i think going into relationships and conversations like an open mind yeah.
0: yeah i don't know so i don't know it just seems like this cast is like pretty tight like i just opened instagram and it's like Lydia, sweet Lydia that we, you know, went too soon like that like her and Jenny and like, Jenny we lost way too soon who was awesome. Lost. Like, yeah, the departed Lydia and Jenny. <laughs> they were gone way too soon. Um but like they were so cute at the finale. They were like wearing matching shirts and like there's just like a picture like here like Lindsay posted with like Omar and um or Lydia posted with Lindsay and Omar and Marianne. It's like Truly the best part of my survivor experience is getting to have these people in my life. I love, love, love you all so much. Like, I just, it seems like there's a lot of love there, and I, I don't know.
1: I do have a scuttlebutt item, by the way. Really? Oh, hit me. But It's it's kind of scuttlebutt, but not really. But when I was, like, preparing for this episode, again, I, I don't know if it was a TV line or EW article, but midway through... They referenced, I think it was E W. They referenced um something that I was not aware existed, which was that there was a t- like a TV special, like a m- TV movie, if you will, called Rob and Amber get married, and
0: the entire thing exists on YouTube. Um, oh, I, you know, what's funny? There was when I was reading Lindsay and Jonathan's things today on E W. That was like when I scrolled to the bottom. That was, like, Rob and Amber get married. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, no shit. That was, like, 20 years ago. Or but I you think know.
1: it's it's yeah. funny that that, like, TV special exists out there. Like, yeah. I did definitely did not watch it, but I kind of want to.
0: You know what's interesting? How all of... They have four girls that are, like, basically mini Ambers. Actually, I do see a little Rob in them. And all of their middle names are Rose. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, Wait, what look, else? Look, look. Name Rob and Amber's daughters. I couldn't. I feel like I can. Go ahead. Because I remember being like, oh, Rose. Okay. Would you say Lucia or Lucia. The- lucia i don't know lucia rose karina rose Isabetta rose i think the other one's adelina rose
1: hold on i'm fact checking us people you're right
0: i actually think karina with a c like that is really pretty
1: yeah wow that's crazy that you remember that
0: i hate myself a little bit
1: (laughs) um Shoot. okay go on go on what, what else did you have in your scuttlebutt list
0: i think that was it just like i saw a lot of you know i was just going to everyone's instagrams and it seems like they're all getting along like i don't know like mike seems so genuinely happy for marianne and i like i yeah. love that, i love that his daughter is like friend. like i it seems like she it's like you like, and jim yeah well what, what did um she said something what's mike's last name Turner 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 okay because I'm, I'm like Hoboken Mike T is his handle but I'm like, Mike Turner but I, like she posted something of her Marion it's like all of the Turners like love Marion like you're part of our family kind of like, like oh. so I don't they know love it yeah I think it's sweet
1: oh man I can't believe we're at the end of another season of Survivor
0: I just think too we maybe like we'll see I think we'll see going on like who's posting with who, posting about who, hanging out with who, yeah. who the who the you know good peeps are. You know.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, should we get into luxury items?
0: Mm. Sure can.
1: Do you want me to go first?
0: Yes, please. I
1: don't have a t- I don't have a ton. Like, still loving hacks. Still loving my romance novels. So I was like sitting down tonight and I was like, what is something new I can share? And I was going to share like a baby toy. I don't want to share the baby toy. Like nobody cares. Um, and I've kind of been wanting to talk about this, but I haven't wanted to do it on Instagram. Cause like my mom follows me there and I, it's not that I would care if she knew, but it's like, I feel like she would be like, you shouldn't have done that. But like, I got Botox oh. and um, I love it. Like, I was so nervous, and it's. I feel like there's, like, this this stigma where, like, a lot of people do it, but not a lot of people talk about it outside of, like, the celebrity, like, influencer space, not saying I'm, like, one of those people, but, like, I feel like just, like, a lot of regular people do it, but, like, just nobody talks about it, Um, so, like, I wanted to because I don't think there should be a stigma, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, so commonplace now, and I... I'm just so happy I did it and it's just like such a nice like mini quick mini confidence boost
0: yeah that, like
1: you know and it's it's uh, everybody struggles with confidence but I will say like it is true that like after you give birth like things change and it's just like it, it it's just you know you may not feel like yourself and it's it's like when you get like a really good haircut or like you know what I mean? Like when you get your nails know. done, like it just, I don't know. It just feels good. And I, I loved it. I had a great, ex- my doctor was great. And like before she did it, like she was like, yeah, like I was nervous the first time I did it too. to herself, not to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she like explained like the history to me, which I had like no idea that it was like first used to treat people who had MS. Um, to relax, to relax their muscles. And then it started being used to treat migraines. So people would obviously put it all around their head and then people just happened to start being like, Oh, I like the way my forehead looks. Yeah, (laughs) And that was how it became cosmetic. And that just made me feel like a ton better. Um, so I, yeah, I just like, I, I don't know if you're on the fence about it. I'm not, I'm no doctor. I'm not like telling you to get it or not, not you, but just anybody listening. Um, but more so just to say that, like, don't feel shamed. to. Don't feel like you should feel shame. Don't feel like you should. I don't know. Like, we all care about the way we look. And I, I, I think you can also get Botox, but still embrace aging gracefully and oh, still yeah. embrace natural beauty. It's it's not one or the other.
0: Absolutely.
1: Is that like a nuts luxury item?
0: No, no, it's not. And I actually have, I, I have some things to say about it definitely been considering getting Botox. I feel like I noticed like a couple like forehead lines and for some reason on one side of my face, I feel like I see like a um, is that called a frown line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Like
1: it's like or a laugh a, line, smile lines.
0: Yeah, maybe. So I, I assume frown because I'm so grumpy. <laughs> but And it's, like, not noticeable, I don't think, to anyone. Like, unless you were, like, up in my face. But when I hold a mirror up. But anything that makes you feel, like, a little better. Like, did I tell you? I told you I got, like, a lash lift. Yes. Okay. I am not going to get another one. And the only reason is I feel like it didn't make that big of a difference. But a lash lift. I've seen people get a lash lift in tint where it's made. Humble brag. But I feel like I just have, like nice dark eyelashes so like i it didn't really like make that much of an impact on me it actually curled my eyelashes a little much where it made them look shorter almost like i feel like it maybe opened up my eyes but it made my lashes look a little shorter and i like them being longer and maybe like a little a little straighter i don't know but i think it's like a great like i've seen people do it and it like opens up their eyes so much like without mascara Mm -hmm. and so that was, like, my first, like, foray into things. I'm trying to think yeah. if there's anything else. My my mom just got filler in her face recently. It looked good.
1: Yeah, like, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't think to talk about it here, but I was like, what have I been loving lately? Like, I know.
0: I think, um, yeah, I think there are definitely some, like, cosmetic procedures in my future. I'm not exactly sure what, but something i definitely definitely embrace it and like i almost want to be like oh you know as long as it's not extreme but you know even if it is extreme and it actually makes you happy and you're not doing it for the wrong reasons like do whatever makes you happy wear whatever you want dress however you want do your your hair however you want do whatever you want absolutely unless you're white man like jonathan you want to get dreadlocks don't do that
1: very valid very valid what's your luxury item this week
0: the circle finale was this week wednesday was a very big day for me survivor and the finale of the circle how late were you up well, it starts, um, it premieres like in the, you know, midnight probably the night before, or like whatever. So I watched, I actually watched part of it before the Survivor finale. Then I finished, I had like 20 right. minutes left and then I, then I finished it. But love that, love the circle. Happy with the winner. Um, I'm trying to think, what else did I like this week? Oh, wait, when I want when to know one of my other luxury items that it's like very surprising to me the state of wisconsin i was going to say did you have any delicious food there okay i've never been to wisconsin i didn't think it would like be anything to write home about and like maybe it's like not anything to write home about but every human being that i encountered was so nice i kind of think i don't have an east coast edge to me I think I'm not nice. I think that everyone in Wisconsin is nicer than me.
1: Yeah, we're like, not nice like that.
0: I'm not as, I'm not like, they're too, they're like a little, not too nice. Like it was amazing being there for a week and I can like relate to them and get along with them. But I think I would offend them at some point. But also, it catches have, you off guard. Cause yeah, when I was
1: no. in, there's like a saying called like Minnesota nice. And like when I was in Minneapolis, I was like, people are really nice here.
0: Yeah. It was just like, Everyone was so nice. Like I lost, uh, I had like a fiasco like on the way to the airport. Like I was running late to the airport. I got an Uber. My first one canceled on me. My second one, because like my dad was going to take me, but then he like was like, Oh, I have to take you like super, super early. My flight was like 945 or something. And he was like, I'll have to drop you off at like six something. Like, I don't know, like, like way, way, way early. And my mom had, she's retired, but she had cataract surgery. She couldn't drive. So I was like, I'll just take an Uber. I can expense it, whatever. Well, I scheduled the night before and the one canceled on me. So then I had to find another one. Thank, this man was a saint. It was my Uber driver. I dropped my phone. I lost my phone. My, um, I can't, remember, I can't remember if it was my work phone or my regular phone. One of my phones was missing. And I realized like 20, 15, 20 minutes into the drive, he turned around. We grabbed my phone. And he was like, listen, I was like, he was like, I think you're going to miss your flight. He was like, I will wait for you. And I will take oh you my God. home. Like, I'll turn off my app. I'll give you my business card. And I will drive you home. Or I will drive you to LaGuardia if you need me to if you need to get another flight, because this was the only flight to Milwaukee that day from Newark. And there were none from Philly either. And I, by the grace of God made it on my flight, but I, it was like crunch time. And I was going through security. I put my bag, put my shoes in the gray bin. I put my laptop right on top of it. The security guy was like, you need to put your laptop in a different thing. And I was like, okay. And I did. Then I personally walked through the thing and I set it off. I have like 15 minutes before my flight is taking off. And the lady is like, I need to pat you down. Do you want to go in a private room or do you want me to do it here? And I'm like, do it here. Like, I don't care. Like, go up my dress. I don't care. Like, so this lady's patting me down in front of everyone, like going like up my skirt, literally. And I'm so distracted by like, not that, but by the time crunch that i'm just like i need to make my flight and i go over and i grab my bag and my shoes and i just run away for getting my laptop in the other gray bin which if that guy didn't make me put it in a different like why do you have to put it in a different one like i'm sorry but anyway yeah. i lost the laptop it was like a very like long stressful week but it was just funny because when i got there i i was on the plane when i realized and i was like this sucks newark in the east coast it's like no one will talk to you. You call someone. They're like, you need to go to this website. You need to do this. It's like, yeah. if you if you call them, it's like, do not leave a message about your item. We will not respond to you. You have to put in a ticket. Meanwhile, I arrive in Milwaukee. I am there. Not even that long. I hear over the intercom, maybe three different announcements. If you have lost a small guitar, it is located at blah, blah, blah. We have located a black backpack with a Navy iPad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why the hell can I have lost my shit in Milwaukee? I would like, in, in, in Milwaukee, it's like you lose something and you don't even realize and they tell you. In Newark, it's like you're aware you lost it and you can't even speak to a human about it. So that was stressful. But no, everyone in Milwaukee was so nice. Like the training I actually went to was really nice. Like everyone that worked there was nice. I learned a lot. And the food, I don't want to say, because, like, I'm sure, like, Milwaukee is not, like, a Mecca for, like, different types of cuisine. But the food that they do, I think that they did very well. Like, I got a steak one night, and it was, like, $22. And it was, like, a delicious steak with mashed potatoes and asparagus and, like, these, like, crispy fried onions. And it would have been $40. And, like, they cooked my steak perfectly. And it was, like... Twenty-two dollars and like, it would have been forty dollars here, for sure. And Mm -hmm. the beer was good. Um, the cheese curds were amazing, and I, I, I think that I might have talked about this before. Have you had Kringle from Trader Joe's? Maybe it's like a ring shaped. It's like a big ring shaped pastry. Right, right, right. From Owen H Bakery Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin. Um, so I, it's funny. I got there and I was saying to the one girl that's like a Wisconsin native, um, oh wait, who happened to be like my soul sister. And I, and I adore her. I love that. It was amazing. Yeah. She was awesome. Um, but I was like, oh, while I'm here, I was like, I really want to go to OH Bakery and get a Kringle. I was like, I get them at, tra- they, they ship them, I think to Trader Joe's, but, they only have a couple different flavors and it's like seasonal, but I know that they actually have a bunch of flavors. And she was like, no, she was like, that's not where you're going to get a Kringle. Oh and my God. Th- I mean, this, Kring- this Kringle, this Cringle tastes delicious, but I guess like OH probably was a good bakery, but then they're kind of like more like kind of like sellouts, like mass produced because they ship mm-hmm. to Trader Joe's now. So then the next day when I get there for the first day of meetings, they had two Kringles. They had an almond one and a blueberry one. It's, like, this delicious, flaky, I love this. amazing pastry with, like, a glaze on top with a filling in it. And it is to die for. It is so good. So, yeah, I got to eat, have some good, authentic Danish Kringle in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, the cheese curds. I love that. Other,
1: no, I, like, yeah. I really love, like, like micro cities, if you will. Like, I loved Minneapolis. Yeah. Like. Um, I was in Arlington for a baby shower last weekend. and, like, I didn't even know like Arlington was like a city. like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like very cute.
0: that's Virginia, right? Uh-huh. you went to a baby shower in Virginia last weekend? How did I miss that? Um, I don't know. I just went.
1: Rachel came down and stayed over, and then it was for Christina, so then we just drove down.
0: I was gonna say was it for Christina? Mm-hmm.
1: Virginia sounds really far, but it's just three hours, which is
0: I guess. Well, also, does she still live in Maryland or? Yeah, but her sister in was in Arlington. Well, because like it's like Maryland, DC, Virginia, and or, yeah, Arlington's like on the border of DC, and then like yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, it was funny. Um, I can't believe you didn't tell me you saw Rachel and Christina. I love them.
1: Well, I know it's so funny. Friday night. Rachel, I was picking her up from the train station in Philly, and I was like, since I'm going to be in Philly, like, do you want to go out to dinner? Like, because, like, I never get to go out to, like, a nice dinner with, like, adults only. Um, And because it was Rachel, like, I obviously want to take her somewhere, like, somewhere fun and, like, somewhere cool. Yeah. So I took her to this new restaurant in Philly called L-M-N-O. It's, like, a – I want to say, like, upscale Mexican, but, like, really hip and like we show up and just for context Rachel was like Laura like I don't think I'm hip enough to be here and I was like you're my hippest friend so that's really saying something about how little I should be here but there was like it was the kind of place where like there were girls in like bathing suits as tops do you know what I mean
0: like a a crop top no like like a a bra. bra Okay. Yeah, i I think Rachel was cool enough to be there. I mean, that I I I haven't been there, but I'm sure she I'm sure she fit in, and I'm sure you were. I'm sure they embrace all of their clientele.
1: Oh yeah, we had we had a great time. I do wish that I had asked to sit outside. Do you ever get like weird about asking for things? Like I'm like, oh, I don't want to. If I ask to sit outside, there's gonna be they're not gonna have anything. It's gonna
0: be a hassle. I should have just asked because it was really loud inside, but we had No, I actually I hate sitting at high tops. So like if I walk in and I see there's high top seating, and if they're like, oh yeah, you know, I'll be like, can we not sit at a high top? If that's the first available and like we want to eat, like, you know, if, if there's a weight for everything and only a high top, I just don't like sitting yeah. on stools. Um so like no, I, I, I will ask usually.
1: We had lobster and then we had Ooh. something called coal roasted oysters and oh. they were so good I can't describe them but they were just very distinctive
0: you're interesting to me because I feel like you still like not even like like vegetables that much and stuff and like you love buttered noodles but you also are like very adventurous when it comes to certain things like that's
1: turned me like into oysters. a seafood person yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. how is we does he solve his shrimp allergy though yes oh uh at least it's just shrimp right so far um oh i, I can't remember we, we were talking about milwaukee and you know went on a typical you know tangent but and then the last night we actually went to like somewhere called like the third ward in milwaukee and it was adorable they had like streetcars. like i didn't actually see the streetcar, but i saw the tracks of them and we went to this uh it was like a european restaurant it was called ben cafe benelux and it was like i think it stood for like belgium like netherlands luxembourg Mm -hmm. and it was like just like they had all sorts of like european beers and just like you know like they had like uh moule frites like mussels and fries and like different things and that was really cute it was just like so charming and it was like definitely like a city there was like a, a really cute market nearby this sound- i'm lo- loving like, the definitely- way this sounds it was definitely a city but it was like wow i would feel safe here
1: mm-hmm. i love that you had so, such a good yeah. time before your yeah, awful so- travel day home
0: yeah oh my god the travel day home from hell i did make some friends on my travel day you did uh not like friends i'm gonna keep in touch with but i uh i sat on the plane with uh, some lady named uh, I, I like to call her Miss Sheila. She was my buddy. Okay, well, let's, okay, let's listen to this. So, yeah, let me just tell the story about my travel. I really mm-hmm. quick. So, my flight out of Milwaukee was at noon Central Time. It got delayed an hour in the morning. I was like, oh, that's fine. Just when my coworker and I were going to get an Uber to take us to the airport, and the Milwaukee airport is like small, easy, breezy. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be so easy. I'll be in security for like 10 minutes, whatever. I find out my flight is canceled. There are no other flights out that day. I guess I could have just stayed in Milwaukee another night, but I I wanted, oh, I wanted to get home to see if I could actually speak to a human being at the Newark airport, to get my laptop Mm -hmm. back. So I was like, I really want to go home. My coworker lives in Indianapolis and she had driven. So she like, someone was like, oh, can Tiffany drop you off in Chicago at O'Hare? i'm like okay let's see if there's another flight so i switched my flight to a 340 flight so it's like four hours after i originally was supposed to fly out in chicago so went there had lots of time to hang out in the airport flight got delayed two hours then it got delayed another half an hour then finally boarded while we were on the plane they were like oh hey just kidding newark actually can't take us at this this time so we're gonna delay you another hour and a half while you're sitting on the plane oh but before that i so i am i am a fat person and i i had actually paid for the um extra leg room like comfier like not like uh not first class but like yeah yeah the extra leg room seats um on my other flight out of milwaukee Actually, and like on my, I I didn't do that on my flight to Milwaukee, but it was it was like the the plane I took from Milwaukee was like two seats in each row, and they were actually cushier and more comfortable and roomier than the three seats in the bigger plane, which is weird. Hmm. But anyway, so I got an aisle seat by the grace of God, and I show up, and there is a large. By large, I mean tall. There's, like, a tall, like, six-year-old, 50-something six-year-old white man. I I need to just specify because I just feel like there was, like, this level of entitlement that, like. yeah, Sitting in the window seat and this, like, tiny, adorable, like, tiny, tiny, like, little black woman in the middle seat and i show up and he lets out an exasperated sigh when i show up to sit in my seat and he is in the window i am sitting in the aisle and i'm like are you literally like offended or something that like my fat body is going to be in your row like i'm just like fucking heated it's been a long day i'm pissed and i was just like i literally turned to them not miss but like i kind of that i was like oh do you have a problem with me sitting in the seat i paid for i said oh my god good for you and then then miss was like oh no no he's just he was hoping that no one would be sitting here because he's really cramped in in there so i was i was just like whatever he's a fucking asshole he was on the phone like with someone like oh yeah like there we're not even taking off or whatever and i was like oh my god i was like this is my chance to go viral on tiktok (laughs) because this guy's gonna throw a fit he's gonna assault a flight attendant which i didn't want to happen but but i guess it turns out i i actually thought that i liked the window seat because i thought that it was more comfortable because i could like, mm-hmm. lean against it but then when i was i told him i was like listen i was like i have to i have to go to the bathroom so because i i had to pee really bad when i boarded this flight and i was sitting here i was like but i was like i like the window seat so i'll switch with you if that would be if if, if that would be better and I said that out like I wasn't like being a martyr or anything. I just genuinely thought that I liked the window seat. And then as I was sitting there, I was like, holy shit, I can stretch my legs so much more in the aisle seat. Oh my God. But he was he was like dying. I didn't realize he was like six six. Mm-hmm. And I guess what happened was he he ended up redeeming himself. So he was like he was like he was like can we switch now and i was like i just like i was like i don't feel like arguing with him i was like i like the i like the window so i switched so during the flight i guess he had been in california and his flight was at like 6 a.m and then he got stuck you all really got to know each other yes he got delayed like a million times and i guess he's like a united like something 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 member like he i think he was supposed to be flying first class on his other flight and they he literally had been in the airport for like a thousand hours and like his only choice was to take this window seat on the in like an economy after he had been waiting for like 12 hours so he was like really grumpy and like he also was like i his legs were like literally against the tray table like against the other person's seat like he was too tall to be sitting there like you don't know what it's like
1: to be six foot five (laughs) and 220 pounds
0: (laughs) right you don't know what it's like but so he was really grumpy but then he used all of his like united rewards he bought and miss sheila was my angel we like talked and we got along so well she said something she was like oh well she was going to south africa with her daughter and like meeting her son in newark and but she was worried about her flight getting like this flight being delayed and her missing her flight to africa but i was like looking at the the boarding and stuff and letting her know it was gonna be okay but like we were laughing and like having a great time and she told me she was 81 years old or she was like oh yeah my, my daughter tina and her daughter came up and she's like, well, my daughter's 62. And I was like, Tina's 62. And I was like, she was like, well, I'm 83. And I was like, oh I my God. She was, I thought she was like 60. Wow. Looked amazing. She apparently is her job. She is a caretaker for the elderly. And they complained to her and they're like, oh, well, one day you'll get old. And I'm like, are they younger than you and she's like yeah some of them are younger than me and they're like one day you'll get old but anyway she was an angel but the guy i didn't get his name like i'm not like he was being kind of being an asshole but like once he got another seat he was like less mean and he bought me two drinks and he bought miss sheila like uh, like uh, with his like like he was like oh yeah like because i was like oh can i have like a vodka club and he was like oh he was like he was like i'll get it i'll get it and he was like i'll have one too and then he gave me his like his like how far away was he his, sitting like,
1: from you at that point
0: he was in the he, i was in the window and he was in the aisle oh he stayed there okay so that's the row. It's like yeah yeah we just switched and so like i think to like show his appreciation like i was and i was gonna have to pay for my drink because i didn't have i wasn't in my like plush like you know business or whatever like extra legroom seat where i get free drinks so Mm. he like got with his like status on united got me mine and also got an extra one which i didn't even ask for and gave it to me and he got miss sheila a snack box that had like fig jam and like little Christinis and like salami and all this stuff like he and i he didn't even ask her he was like here like i got this for you so like sometimes people like aren't the nicest people when they're grumpy and stuff and i was like pissed i'm glad i asserted myself and i was like oh do you have a problem with me sitting in my seat that i bought yeah i was like feeling a little spicy but um it all worked out wow Michelin. This, yeah, I, I think Michelle made her flight to South Africa. It was for her birthday. Aww. Um, when we got like, we got off the plane, and I like someone was like, "Oh no, it hasn't boarded yet. Like, just go there." So I was happy for her. It all. I met a cute dog while I was waiting for my bags. It all worked out. I love
1: it. I love it. Cheech,
0: yeah. right? Cheech. Yeah,
1: Cheech. Oh, he's so cute. I'm so but glad you had a good trip.
0: Yeah, it, it, all things considered, it was good.
1: Has this brought us to the end of Survivor oh gosh, season forty two?
0: It's been a minute. It's been it's been a long one, but I'll,
1: I'll say I, we haven't discussed what we're going to do next. If we're just going to take a hiatus, or if we're, we'll pop in on occasion, I'm sure we will. Um, but yeah,
0: I think I think we'll definitely take a hiatus for like a little, a little.
1: Uh, but like in, in the meantime, we'll still be on Twitter and Instagram, so feel free to pop on over there and yeah. say hello. I would
0: like to. I would like to do the thing we said we're going to do where we watch season one.
1: Yeah. I have some, my, like, I have some ideas. Maybe we can talk. Maybe we can just chat a little bit after yeah. we hang up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Should, should we touch base? Uh, should we connect offline? Yeah. Let's let's circle back. Let's circle back. Um, <laughs> let's, let's put a pin in this. <laughs> well, I really appreciate everybody
1: listening. It's been so fun. What a great season. And we'll see y'all in season 43. Or before, most likely, but, like, yeah, formally. Be,
0: we'll, we'll, no. Okay. We'll definitely see each other before September. Yeah.
1: But formally, right. like, you know, yes, we'll be back. Formally. We'll be back. All yeah. right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for coming along this ride with us.
0: Yeah. Bye. Wait, uh, oh, go Hi. Ha- wait. Hags. Hags forever. Have a Have a, have a great summer. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.